I look like a damn alabaster princess. That's okay. No, it looks good. I'll tell you if it looks good. Okay. I'm looking at the thing right now. I don't think that. I think that I'll be in charge of taste level. There's one of those things where, uh, you know, when you walk into a convenience store and you see yourself on camera and you're trying to look at it, but you can't make eye contact. No, I don't look like you. I don't try to look at myself a lot. I always do. Yeah. And first of all, the fact that you dress like this and show it to my house, I should fucking kill you. I look cool. Yeah, it's disgusting. You know, all of your comments going to be like, looking first And I'm going to have to be like, ugh. My comments are not like that. Yes, they are. They're not. That's yeah, not what they that's, sound that's like. That's a sexy voice. <laughs> oh, it is. Obviously. Oh wait, let me. Who hear it else again. talks with their tongue? Go ahead, do it again. <laughs> oh yeah, damn. I've... Tongue out is that's the sexiest. That actually is kind of sexy. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's damn sexy. no, that's sexy noises. <laughs> that's your mating Anyways, call. From now on, I need you to wear a mask and a a space suit. I'll do that. That's fine. I, I are you kidding? I would fucking love that. I know you would. I would love wearing a fucking space suit. I love being in little uniforms. I had to do an audition where uh, where I had to wear a little tennis uniform, and it was very nice. A little tennis uniform. A little tennis you know, little is my favorite insult. I think I've told you this. Yeah, someone it's goes, the best. Wear your little dress. Oh. Do your little thing. Oh, it's the best. What is it? How's your little show going? Yeah, yeah, yeah. People love to say that. How's your little podcast going? Yeah. How, how, I said, it's so tiny and little. It's so small. <laughs> I can't even listen to it. It's so small. <laughs> I can't hear it. It's so far away because it's teeny weeny so bean. Uh, like me yeah just like both of us how have you been how is everything i mean you i've been great but we can catch up good. off camera if you don't ask me questions come on did you see that comment where someone's like benton asked dan a lot of questions but dan never asked benton and any i questions. i just and now you see what happens when i do <laughs> yeah this is see it's not dan's fault it's not my fault it's my fault i'm doing my best okay i'm here to help others not open up I probably also don't ask enough questions. When I get on a roll, ain't no stopping this train. All right, this train doesn't stop to to ask for directions. I'm 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 constantly standing in front of trains. Like, just I mean, I have one thing to say. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. This is funny. So do we have a um a group topic. I I wanted to. This is what I wanted the group topic to be. Are you ready? Great. Yes. Um, I wanted to be. You know, people that say something really, really rude, and then they go, "I'm just being real." Oh. How does it make you feel? It's my favorite form of being an asshole. Well, it's not just being an asshole. It's, it's the worst kind of being an asshole. Because the best kind of being an asshole, I think we can agree, is a person who's an asshole is just like, I'm, a, I'm an asshole. Like, I'm sorry, I'm like a piece of shit. But the, be- the worst form of being an asshole is being an asshole and then being like, like either you you you're like i'm just so real i'm just real as hell i hate that show. or you're like i'm italian you know what i uh, mean both me yeah um <laughs> i hate yeah it's either it's either i'm just being honest or it's well someone has to be real with you someone right. has to tell you the truth right no they don't yes no they don't. living in delusion is great you don't I, have to tell me nothing. I'll say this. I do like being honest with people. It does feel really nice. But you can't have the perspective of yourself as like it's – it's seeing yourself as this kind of like omnipotent force mm-hmm. of like I, I actually know everything. Like your and karma. I can see. Oh, yeah. I've done that because like I said, I am kind of the person sometimes in my friendships who will be like, listen, this is how things actually are. Oh, Boy, am I wrong sometimes. Boy, am I. Do I tell my friends like, "Hey, I don't think this person is good for you" or whatever. Like is this, it? this person seems. I get, I get like an off kind of vibe from this person, and then like two years later, they're fucking married. They're having a great life. They have right. two kids, and I'm you're just giving like, advice like three in one shampoo is real. <laughs> it is real. It's real. No. Okay, it's fucking it's a real. Figment of your imagination. It is no, no, it exists, it's and you disgusting. you can add a couple more things. You can add, uh, you can add a That's shaving a cream. That's a mainstream nine in one lotion. Oh yeah, shaving. Shaving cream, toothpaste, uh, deodorant, uh, blasting gel. What's a blasting gel? Like that you would use to maybe like create a hole in a, uh, a like mountain to send a train through. You oh, know what okay. I mean? Yeah, like blasting jelly. Like a roadrunner. Got it. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Fire You know, return. you said you were honest earlier, and I, I like to say one of my favorite qualities about yep. you is that you're very kind and very honest and I very patient. That. Oh, that's very nice. Those are three things say. that I really admire about you. I th- I feel the same way from you. Maybe not you, patient. You, you, not you patient. just stole my admirement. Not, I, no, no, no. That's such a okay. That's gonna get when we get to my topic later on. You're Actually, gonna really get it for that. Let one. me let me let me say this. I did something even worse, which is I stole yours and I took one away. I was like, not that patient. is worse. <laughs> yeah, that's like, that's like you're so smart and pretty. You're smart too. Yeah. 
Well, what I what I uh, what I'm jealous of you is how put together you are, which I am not. I didn't that's say the one I was thing jealous you jealous of you. No, no, no. no I no. said I was admired. I, that's the same thing. For oh me. my god. That's the same thing. I said it's so admirable of you. You said, yeah, I'm fucking jealous of this. Yeah, I'm jealous of. <laughs> it. Okay, Boston. Um, no, the admiration jealousy is the exact same thing. That is not the There's same thing. There's literally zero difference. No, the qualities no. I gave you were qualities that I was like, these are reasons I like Dan. And then you just said, here's something that pisses me off about you. No mental health care professional would say that those two things are different in any way. Yes, they would. <laughs> no. Yes, they would. <laughs> I know they would. Oh my God. Um, but yeah, there there is a real difficulty I think a lot of people have in it's like a hubris when it comes to like oh i'm being honest like i'm being real you know there's a tenet of of buddhism that i come back to mm, when i think always i'm right? always going back to buddhism we're always going back to buddhism you and me mostly cuz it has the easiest workout plan it, it you know it's not bad um it is uh that kindness does not always mean being nice Oh yeah, I right. Know that. Like, ki- like kindness and truth are the same thing, basically, right? So, like in, in like Buddhism, like kindness and truth, but truth needs to, there needs to be what's the word I'm looking for? You need to be compassionate. Yeah. Com- <laughs> so it's like compassion, compassion and truth equals, uh, or compassion and kindness equals truth. So. Wow, this is English Down, I'm doing math. a bunch of math. Yeah, I'm doing a bunch of. I'm, I'm I like, understand uh, what you're saying. Though. Goodwill yeah, hunting. That is true. It's it it goes. You know, say what you mean, mean what you say, but be nice, basically. It's yeah, that's a way easier. Saying, but you get it. That's a way better, easier way of saying it. Who have you confronted in your life that's like that? Everyone. The everyone in the world. I am. I am the confronter, and my family, and I think in most of my friend groups, I'm the don't don't say don't do that. Don't say that. I will say I don't like to think that I'm like policing people or being annoying about it it's just it's things like uh, i'll let most things go because i'm i'm good with a good giggle but when it comes down to things that like it makes me think differently of you then i want to say it i want to be like i need you to change this or tell me what i need need to understand this better and it's it's great like if you are that person you just have to like understand the effect that you're like because your goal as being a person who's like oh i'm just real i'm just honest well there's a way that you can be honest and point out the truth and have the person do the exact opposite of what you actually want them to do. Like if my friend is dating someone that I think is like bad for them or what, as an example, and I'm like, you got to dump her, like fuck, blah, blah. My friend's going to be like defensive and then we'll do the opposite because he's like, oh, well, Dan's psycho. I'm not going to do what he's saying. I'm going right. to keep dating this person, right? Dan punched me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's very that. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I think that's true. I think that also – Honesty should come from a place like when you're being honest with a friend, it should come from a place of bettering them, not shaming them. Yes. Because I think the, the people that want to be like, I'm honest, I'm, I say what I mean, are usually try- are using it as a way to shame or make you feel bad as opposed to actually help. A hundred percent. People that are actually helping and being honest, it's just as hard for them to be honest as it is for you to hear it. Yeah. It's not like, listen, you little piece of shit. Yeah. You know, it didn't come off like, oh, just letting you know that, 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 that this, I mean, they're not, it's never. I was going to something bad, but I, I paused on it. Interesting. But you know what I mean? It's one of those things where, like, you, you just say something horrible to someone, and then you're like, well, I'm honest. No, you're an asshole. Right. You're, you're, you're a shitty person. That's what I feel. And it, but it's a fine line, isn't it? Because at I'm everybody has these perceptions, uh, and a lot of times in, in life, like, you are confronted with these situations in which you see something, and you're like, oh, well, that's bullshit. And like no one is saying anything. Oh yeah. And then you, you usually in those situations will also go on and not say anything. But from time to time you'll be like, "Oh, this is bullshit." And then a lot of times people will be like, "Don't say that. Like that's mean. That's rude." Da 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 da. And it is like you do sometimes have to martyr yourself in that way and be like, "Well, I'm just gonna say the thing that's true." No, in yeah, this you have. I mean, because saying something that like is going to better you or a person because you that's the the outcome you want yeah is like i said so different from being the person who is because people like that will use they'll use many things to to be able to shame people or make them feel bad they'll use compliments they'll twist compliments around uh they'll twist like mental health phrases around oh that's the word oh they'll villainize mother and sex and you know they'll find a way to be able to be right about what they're saying yeah the mental, the mental health shit 
like like that mental health language that has mm-hmm. been completely co-opted by people who need to be on drugs. Right. It's like I will not be victimized because my yeah. therapist said you had to listen to my feelings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like no, your therapist says to express your feelings. I mean, right. I'm making this up, obviously. And then. The, other people have feelings too because your therapist said we had to listen does not mean that everyone else's are, are now negated right you know you can't or the people that are like well i have mental illness okay we all and join the group that, that, that's not an excuse to be rude you do something well also i don't think like rudeness in and of itself is like a form of violence like when it, when it comes to people being like uh, uh, i mean i no, it's not a form of violence not a form of violence Unless it's like abusive or something 100 percent. but like when it comes to people who are like my my mental illness leads to me being rude to people i actually completely understand that like i've known people who are like that I, when people go through spells of like like mental illness but my best friend uh has bipolar 2 and will like sometimes absolutely i've seen them do shit where if it happened in a vacuum if i like didn't know this person i saw them do it i would be like you i'm calling every form of restraint on you right now i'm gonna call child protective services. child protective services i'm gonna call home depot i'm gonna call everybody that could get like some duct tape my to- cousin larry but then then, like, you know, you see it as a totality and you see, like, oh, this is really – but it's hard for me specifically because, like, I've never been through anything like that in terms of, like, mental health crisis or whatever. Mm-hmm. I, when I see that, there is that part of my brain – and this is kind of going to what you're saying where it's, like, it's it's rude because a lot of those people don't uh, consider, like, uh, empathy and kindness when they're saying those things. They just, like, blurt them out. In my head, sometimes when like my friend does have those mental health crises, I am like, "Can you just get it together?" Obviously, I know that's wrong. Obviously, I know like they don't have control over it. But just as a third party or a, a what a second party, whatever party I am experiencing, just a party. We know it, that. Oh, it's a party, baby. Whatever party it is, it, just experiencing this. Like in my head, I do. And if I was like one of those people that we're talking about, I would I would be like going to my friend and being like, "You need to get it together, okay? Yeah, I mean, this I is unacceptable." There, and there's obviously a very clear difference between like a real like struggle, like a mental struggle, and then villainizing the language. Yeah, and, those are two, and, and you can tell, like what you're describing. Yes. Like if you're judging that person, that's very different Super. than if you're now weaponizing terms you heard, like gaslighting, and this, and now you're just twisting them around because at this point. You, you can't gaslight or you're gaslighting because you're gaslighting. Right. You know, you're a gaslighting the gaslighter. It's just too much gas. <laughs> so we have to put the fire out. You, every time I get on the internet, it's, I will not be gaslit and lighter to lit. And it's right. like, I've, I'm out of gas. Right. <laughs> That's very good. Like, you know what I'm saying? Absolutely. It's too much. No, and whenever you, like, make these kind of wholesale terms, it, this, this is the, the You're also cheapening the real meaning of it. This is the difficult thing about this conversation because you don't, obviously, like, neither of us wants to minimize, like, the seriousness and the fact that those terms, like, gaslighting absolutely exists. Absolutely. 100%. Like, people, but those terms and words, when they reach the public, will, without a doubt, without fail, be co-opted by dingbats. You know why? Because villains know how to hide. Narcissists, yes. psycho, they know how to they're adapt fucking smart. to yeah. their surroundings. And they, that's how they get that's how they get people is because they come off as very like, I'm with you, and then they take these pieces of things and they weaponize them. Absolutely. It's so wild. And they're in every group. They're in politics, they're in religion, they're in your friend group. They're everywhere, these people that know that will shape shift into Whatever they need to be to keep going whenever it is they want to get get got. And this is like what we talked about before where it's like, it's get, getting got. Yeah, like the mafia. Yeah, I'm like, hey, they're, they're true villains in my head. We heard that you're faking a mental health crisis. <laughs> you're going to be sleeping with the fishes for eight hours with a sleep mask and some white noise playing. Yeah, that'll really help. Yeah, it'll really help. That was me. That was my mafia voice. That will really help. <laughs> <laughs> Tony, do it. It's going to be good for you. I want to play that in a mafia movie. Oh, oh, oh no. It's, it's, it's Vinny the Twink. Someone, someone call him. Hey! <laughs> Stop in the name of the law. Or not the law. We got to get out of here. It's Vinny the Twink. Um... No, I I completely like that. That's why, like, what we were talking about before, where you need to like, call, even if they are on your side, if they're using the language that you know, 
like you still need to be aware and it's most important for people who know what the fuck they're talking about to look at those people who are misusing those like mental health terms and to be like hey no yeah stop you have to say you have you have to be able to read the room with people like that. You and, can't let being empathetic get the best of and, you. And the, the question is always like, well, who's going to – like that's policing. Like who are you going to – like you're gatekeeping these terms. It's like I you want to stay away from that. But there are clear – you not just like misuses, but like direct weaponization. weaponization of these terms that need to be fucking Yeah, addressed. that's what I'm saying. You can't let empathy get the best of you in the sense of like you can't become so compassionate that you let – bullshit slide yeah because if you don't call out that shit that's what makes it look fake and phony and unreal that's what makes people go like everyone's so sensitive no you just heard this word in a psychotic manner okay so i don't think i can say psychotic but i do keep doing it so no it's what listen i mean like psycho the killer like yeah yeah, yeah, so okay you don't mean yeah but uh it i i heard this term on the internet which i i fucking hate this term i hate the wording of it but it does point to something that does exist it's called petulant masculinity i fucking hate that, <laughs> that word like a, it's so villain. it's so stupid what does like, it mean you're clearly trying to like you're clearly trying to it, it basically means like men who will mask like uh bad slash toxic behaviors with like modern therapy language oh like do revenge the sh- movie that was so good stuff like that but yeah. wait a minute the petulant masculinity it doesn't make any such fucking a sense. good name because it, a- petulant means like rotten and like fe- you know like decre- de- decrepit de- 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 what is the word i'm looking for Pe- disintegrating yeah so it's like that it's like calling mask that version of masculinity a rotten decrepit version of masculinity right. whoever named that was not straight that is a great name that is shady hey, here's that's a, a shade here's the thing though like I, I don't like the I, I don't like the, in the same way like toxic masculinity. It's like I understand that the yeah. term it, it is like those two a, words mean the same thing. A toxic no <laughs> no um dude, don't fucking tell the people at my kickboxing class that all right. No but, they don't. I mean I I for one love masculinity. Yeah, but and I know the difference in the two. Absolutely, but it's like uh I, I do what I'm saying about whatever you want to call it. Well, let's call it petulant masculinity. For oh, it's such a good name. But um. It, it that does i mean i see it all the fucking time and what it does is it gives people who do need like help and to change their actions fucking cover yeah. they're in a ghillie suit of like language we where are. they're just like oh uh, no actually they're duck hunting your pronouns baby exactly <laughs> quack quack baby yeah. duck hunting your pronouns yeah but i i completely agree that those like uh Tell it like it is. People are obviously like need to get told like it is. Need to get told like it. No, they need to. They, here's what they need. You need to hear it like it is. Here's what everybody needs: more kindness. I think if they well, if no they shit, used, but that's not funny. If they used uh, fuck funny, all right, fuck funny, fuck funny. We're over. Uh, ooh, the new generation. Fuck for funny. The last, yeah, for the last uh, this generation F. I would for say fuck like funny. five years we've been over funny, but uh, no, I, I mean like. Literally, if way. they, if they, if they were more kind in packaging the things that they were saying, they would understand that you don't just. Bl- it's selfish to fucking blurt out what you think, th- even if you're right. The reality of the world is so you can pat yourself on the fucking back and be like, "Oh, see, right, you didn't do shit because the message that you wanted to get across didn't get across because you did not frame it in a way that that person can accept it." Yeah, and also mind your own fucking business. And mind your own business. I mean, honestly, what you just said was that was it. That was the end of it. We have to close the book because you didn't say what needed to be yes. said. Fuck yeah, dude. You know what I mean? The house down boots. Fuck yes. And it's like that's the truth. And it's like you, the people that need to be called out are the people that are usually doing all the calling out. Call those yeah. people out. Yeah. Watch oh, them. Oh yeah. Well, get that, some little get some little opera binoculars and make it fun. Just to not okay to pull the pin out of this uh, for a moment. Uh, the pin before we put the pin back in. Um, I see a lot. So just being like comedy specific and stuff, I see incredibly funny people get really wrapped up in the, like this cycle of minutia. Would you call it minutia? I would say Mm minutia. I would say like, because it's addicting because whatever you do that gets like attention and people's eyes on you and stuff, especially if you've been in comedies for so long and like things haven't gone your way in terms of people seeing your shit it, you, i think you do get this rush of like oh shit like this is it like blah, blah, blah. like some part lizard part of your brain that understands communal acceptance gloms onto that and goes oh this is what i should be doing and then you lose the fucking thread of b- 
being in entertainment, oh, being yeah. an actor, I being mean, a comedian. Getting into the whole, say it what it is, comedians, are, yeah. that's a, that could be a whole different subject. Oh, yeah. But I will say, it's so f- funny how quickly people that do this, like, call out, tell it how it is kind of culture thing. It's so funny how quickly they, like, they like virtuate. Vir- Ooh. Ooh. Make New it word? virtuous. Yeah. Um, you know, like, almost automatically, they're like, I'm doing, I'm doing this, this heroic thing. I'm doing yeah. this brilliant thing, which is so fun. We, talk about funny, like, especially that's comedians. Such a funny I'm telling stance. the truth. I'm telling the truth. We need more truth. Like, right. The truth. Oh my God. Okay, but your truth is not everybody's truth. Right. Truth is, uh, that's a perspective of your reality, right? Babe. So it's like very silly to be like, and I, the truth teller. You know, I like. We're the last truth tellers on earth. Come on, y'all. Am I crazy? I, and you can put me in jail for saying this. And you know I can't what? Wait. You would likely. Um, I just like silly shit. I like shit to be. I I love. I'm reading a book right now about uh about like the co-opting of disasters for for like during the Bush administration for private gain. Like I love learning and stuff. I love like whatever the all that shit. But when I'm watching comedy, I like I and I like important like irreverent shit too. But I like a little bit of silly stuff. Yeah, of course. Am People I, like that. Can you put me in jail for that? I mean, I well, I will say I do. I prefer. To be to come off on stage as a little bit of a tell it how it is person. Yeah, absolutely. As like a persona, and I do enjoy people that put a message into comedy and have like a purpose and a meaning. But yeah. I also think I when I go to a comedy club, unless it's insane wild, like I do, kind of make an agreement that you can be crazier than I would let you be in real life. You can be yes. goofier than I would let. I'll I don't everything's not the truth in a comedy setting. And I've seen you do that, and it's it's the way that you do it is very well done. Like, it's not like you're up there trying to start a rally or something. It no. just, it serves the purpose of your comedy very well. Yeah. Which should just be angry. I'm so mad. Are you, Ooh, are you angry. excited? We're going to do a show together. Oh yeah, we are going to do a we, show together. I got confirmed. And we'll have already have passed by this point. I think. Oh really? For sure. That'll be cool. We're way ahead on schedule. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah. I'm so excited. I'm, I'm, I'm going to go. It's going to be powerful. Um, you lo- you love using powerful as powerful. a verb. Or something. I think that's from the Joe Rogan experience. I think when I when I was in college, I listened to like nothing but the Joe Rogan experience, and he says that a lot. And I think I took it. I'll from say that. things to you, and you're just like powerful. And I'm like, I wonder what he means. I do like the use of the word because I I mean it is like it's good. Like there's some there's some substance to it. It's re- it's very layered. It's layered. Layered. Do you have something for me? Um yeah. So I want to unless you want to go first. No 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 please. Okay, I want to ask you. Holiday gifts. What makes a good holiday gift? Because I have this, I have, and I know this sounds stupid, but here's my real point. Okay. I don't say okay like it really did sound stupid. No, a very I'm good excited topic. to We're hear. The holidays, I'm excited okay? to hear. Don't victimize uh, yourself. Um, don't you gaslight me? Um, <laughs> that's all. The I will not be gaslit. Just go back and forth with <laughs> the most turns. Um, uh, my point is okay. Around the holiday, people people start getting into regifting. Yes. How do you feel about regifting? I love I, it. For one, yeah, and not don't like it unless you unless there's a thought because the whole point of a gift to me, and I'm not saying you have to go out and buy things or the point is about the material or the money. Right. The point of a gift, though, and to me, is that I have put thought into a person. I have thought about them, what they would like, what is meaningful, what would matter, what what the gift's purpose is. Not this is the thing you'd like. Okay. So I don't regifting can. I mean, I'm not saying you shouldn't do it. You can do it. Whatever. But I'm just saying, like, I don't think it's as impactful unless it's like, I don't know, you were handed down something that you just know is for another person. But in general, the the thought of getting a gift that you're like, that I didn't want this, maybe you'll want it, right. is is very different than getting a gift. You're not gonna like my answer to this. I don't like. Well, I guess in a broad sense, I don't like regifting because I hate gifts in general. I don't like gifts. I don't like getting them. I don't like giving them. Okay, well, that's going to be real tough in this relationship. I know, I know. Because I'm a gift giver. I'm trying to get over I it. I live, laugh, love. I do, that's I, one of my love language. I don't want to sound like Scrooge. I love doing stuff with my friends. I love being out. I love, like, if 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 the gift is I'm going to buy all my friends dinner tonight or whatever, that's, like, my gift. But I don't like the physical object gift it's very high pressure for me when i was a kid well calm down people like to people like to do nice things for their friends you know you're now you're ruining gift giving and yeah. that's a form of being a telling how it is person because we all know gifts are uncomfortable to get everybody's yeah. uncomfortable unless you're it. a narcissist who's like i deserve this gift right like it's stupid so everyone feels uncomfortable so being like it's so hard for me to get a gift is like 
I understand where you're coming from, but also like stop it. Can Someone's tell, trying to celebrate you, live, laugh, love you. Can't tell you a story that yeah. you're gonna. It's gonna piss you off so much. I can't. I, it's my favorite emotion. I was 12 years old. I went to my mom and I was like, "Do not get me a gift. I do not want gifts anymore. Never give me a gift again." And she like that Christmas tried giving me a gift and I gave. I was like, "Whatever is in here, return it. I don't want it." Are you one of those like gifts are gay people? Because I know a lot of men who are like who are like I don't like gifts because men aren't supposed to get gifts. And I'm like, okay. Wait, what? Is, wait, you never heard of the gifts are gay people? No. It's men who are like who think they can only give gifts if you receive a gift. You're like a little. You're like a little sis. You're like a little. Sis. Oh, like it's beta to receive because you're yeah. receiving the gift. Oh, why didn't think about it like that? But yeah, I just thought about like men papers. No, like no, 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 no. That's where it comes. Either from. way. You're catching Both? that gift. Gifts are great. So, like, I don't understand the, what the pro, like, it's uncomfortable. I don't like getting a gift either. Yeah. But it's so exciting to give someone a gift and to be yeah. like, I thought, well, at least for me, because I think about it and I plan it. Sometimes I'll plan things that month in advance. I'll start scheming and be like, what are they, what are they, what are, what are they like? What are they, what's interesting to them? Just fast, I just said that. I'm a miracle. That was, I, I kind of went to a fugue state <laughs> listening to you. <laughs> it was, it was throat. Think singing. If someone could slow that down, could chop that up and slow that down so we could hear what you're actually saying, that would be if really good. If you play good. it backwards, it's just demonic. <laughs> that was insane. Okay, but anyways, yes. As someone who plans out gifts very far in advance, it's such a great feeling to give a gift. Tell me about and some I of the think, gifts you've given. Oh, um, w- uh, when I first met Whitney, um, her special, her first special launched, and I had someone hand design a card from one of her specials. It was like a joke. They painted like... um. She had a joke about the special, like, um, about women needing, like, the dog vest so you don't pet them. Mm-hmm. And then something about, like, breastfeeding. And so it was, like, a drawing with, like, a woman wearing, like, a, that, that vest she described with, like, a breast. And it said, like, you did great. Or so. It had some pun. Very joke. thoughtful, yeah. It was just a car, but it was, like, special made, like, painted. And then one year I got her, from when we started the podcast, I got her a, um, I had this artist make a like a, a it was like a like this picture this vaginal but it was like a three D print of like a comedy theater mm. and there was like pit bulls and audience and she like hand sculpted a Whitney and it was like Aww. but it was like a vaginal theater for right. like, women comedians and it was like framed so one year I got her that um, one year I got her like a uh, uh, like figurines made of like her and her horse like yeah. that were like woven like in like that style she likes um, I've I've um, I've had like paintings done for people. Um, I I love like personalized jewelry. I'm very like, or even if it's like just a thing, like it's like something I've heard them talk about a lot, right? Or like even if it's like some or or a candle that I think they would like, but they wouldn't. You know, those are things you would buy yourself. And, and I'm open to maybe, just maybe, I am just an asshole. But mm. because listening to all that, it's like that does take a lot of thought and effort and stuff. And when I have done that for people, like. For Christmas last year, I got my girlfriend an espresso machine because she really likes coffee. But it's nothing that she ever mentioned to me. She was never like, I want an espresso machine. And it was I probably the best gift I've ever given because she uses it a ton. So I'm like, that sick gift. But it's just few and far between that I'm able, able to really know what people want. I think usually because it's like, I don't really have a lot of stuff. You know? I have a lot of workout equipment, but people, I don't need more workout equipment. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So I it's hard. To get a gift for me and to give a gift to me. Or, wait, mm. and for me to give a gift to Disagree. You have a you birthday so? and Christmas coming up. You're excited for this. I love shit like this. I'm scared. No, it's going to be great. I'm scared. I've already planted the seeds. <laughs> you don't even know. <laughs> you planted the seeds? Yes, it's a whole plan. <laughs> it's our first holiday. I'm making, I have to, have, or it's your first birthday as friends. It is my first and birthday. And so I'm going to be like, woo! It's basically my first birthday. I'm yeah. turning one. You're turning one. Oh, yeah. I, yeah, you don't know me. I'm ready for everything. I want some adult diapers. You don't understand how much I love giving gifts. The holidays are a big time for you. Um, I mean, I don't get a lot of gifts, but I'm very particular about who I think deserves gifts that year. That's very cool. And I'm very much, I mean, not like I'm like, and this year you're not getting a gift. But it's yeah. very much like, it's just like, you know, you're around different people more throughout certain years than others or time frames or whatever. Um, And I'm very like aware of like events and big things or anniversaries things like that you know what i also feel or i felt at the time and again this might be stupid but i've always felt like the the ceremony of christmas made me uncomfortable in that like my i knew my parents like my parents were so great like they gave me like almost all the stuff i want like incredible Mm -hmm. but there was something weird to me because a i think at a young age i understood like well stuff isn't gonna make me happy 
Like stuff is not the key to happiness. Stuff is not like stuff is just stuff. Like I very yeah, early on Christmas wasn't for you as the kid. Christmas is for your I, parents. That, well, that's the thing. I was like, I don't. It, what's weird for me is the ceremony of Christmas because it's like, why just today? Like, oh, today it's not is the gift for day. You. So I you guess. have to let that I go. I gotta because let that go. Because that's like, <laughs> go back, let it go. I gotta let it go. Because I understand where you're coming from because it is very weird to be like now, we're, especially like. Like if you, if you if you've come from a family that doesn't have a lot and you know you know that these you, these could have went to be other things that you know your family's right really, like there's a lot of holidays totally. are very hard so I understand that concept you know but what? as uh, when yeah. I listen to my mom talk about Christmas or my parents they could have cared less what I what I was given all day was like and then you did this and then you opened this and then we get to do this and you loved your it's not for us right I mean it feel as a kid you're like woohoo toys or whatever. But like ruining Christmas, but then ruin, it, it's but that's so mean to your parents. Doesn't your parents that are like, make you great? Like a little, we spent all this time on, on on this little shit, and he's gonna act like a little asshole on Christmas. Doesn't that make you wow. like a little pawn in their weird little game no, of like, oh, let's dress up the all little, your parents do for you, chimp boy. As you know, as even if they don't do a lot, even if you don't have great parents, like they're doing the best they can. Let's like no, chill out, great. unless you're like abusive or horrible, then fuck them. Right. But other than that, like Christmas is for your parents. Even now, when you go home for Christmas. Don't be a little shit. I never go. Don't home for be Christmas. a little shit. I always go home outside of Christmas because of travel. But you know what I'm saying? That's yeah. Po- you get the point. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. When you go in to see them, don't be a little shit with the holiday or not. Because I never, I'm like, never a little shit. I know you're not, but I'm saying like not for you. This is for the the people. God, it's all about you. It's all about you're me. You're just the example. I know. <laughs> so it's like don't don't go home for the holidays and be like I'm ready to fight. I'm ready to argue. I'm ready to be a little asshole. Like I agree. We get it. Like I mean, sometimes you gotta let people know. Absolutely. But you know, not always. Like just go in there with the sense of like if your mom's on your nerves and needs to know what you're doing or calling you, that's not for you not worth it yeah it's like oh people just are evil little monsters yeah you know what i don't like though when people go uh when people say shit like uh you you don't argue with your parents ever because one day they're gonna be dead and you're gonna wish you hadn't ever argued oh no argue with them you gotta argue with them shut up yeah some of the best some of the most growing experiences of my lives were like Arguing with my parents. I told you sometimes you gotta let them know. Yeah, it's crazy. But don't 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 be ready to let them know. Yeah, don't be reckless. Yeah. Don't be reckless. That's nonsense. Anyways, regifting. I don't think you should do it unless you know unless you've thought about the regift and the and the why. Have you ever had a harsh regift given to you? I, one time I got a. Okay, no, not me personally. I don't think because people. I'm very vocal about this. Yeah. Um, oh, you tell them before <laughs> they give you the gift. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I didn't think people know. Um, I don't. I think I'm not a very regifty type of person. I think people are like, oh, I need something like spectacular. Right. But not really. I just come like, correct. I like hanging out. I like experiences. That's more of a me thing. Also, just let me give you a gift, and that's the greatest for me. That's great. But um, I have heard of someone getting giving someone an iPad that they had been given for free from like a brand and the back was engraved to them and they didn't realize it because they never opened it. And they were like, I did this, I thought of you and I thought you were talking about it. And they gave it to him and the person was like, excuse me, see how bad, see how bad that has to feel to be like, to tell a story of here's a gift I got you because of you. And then it wasn't, even, it was just a given thing. The story. I mean, you got an iPad. Up, cool. Cause you're lying, but I would just be fucking amped about the, I, I wouldn't give a shit. Put, put, uh, put anyone's name on it. Put but Adolf Hitler that, on it. I'll but just it be up. like, I didn't want this. And yeah. here's a gift. Like, don't be like, Oh my God, I thought of you. No, you didn't. I, I got you that last year. You don't remember. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's not the, so that's my point. It's just like, be be thoughtful with all of your gifts and words and experiences with people. What's the best gift you've ever gotten? Um, one time I had a friend get me a um, I really she knows I like to stay home, and so she had me like an Elvira quilt made. Oh. And then she had like she found like someone on Etsy that did custom one. She like told them and it had it designed for me. And I would have never thought to have done that. And it mixes a lot of things. She like thought about the fact that I like I like blankets and stuff because I like to stay at the house. It's so cool. And then also like um, I mean I do things. Calm down. And then um, you know it had Elvira, which is like something very specific that I like. So I thought there was a lot of thought put into that. Yes. So that was a great gift. That's huge. Um. And that was like very simple. Like it wasn't super expensive, as far as I know. Anyway. Yes. And then it wasn't like, it wasn't some extravagant thing. It was just very thoughtful. Yeah. And it didn't take a lot. It wasn't like, and you have to have this, and here's the other thing, and like here's that. Like you can be very simple. Like you can even if you put together. Even if I was like, okay, Dan's girlfriend, who I've never met, if I was gonna get her a gift, I would be like, I don't know her, but I know that everyone needs like 
certain experiences in life, like right. like being amped up or calmed down. So I was like, okay, I'm gonna do something like a candle and like a, a like a skincare thing, and like yeah, I could smart. get a really thoughtful gift without knowing someone if I take a little time and energy to think, to think about it. the The funniest gift I ever got. I have an uncle who's like a g- fucking genius, like Mensa level smartest guy ever. Blows through Jeopardy like it's kids Jeopardy. Like hey, so Joe Rogan, we got it. Shit, way, hey, no disrespect, way smarter. Um, well, this is the end of us. He, yeah, we're gone. Uh, <laughs> hey, thanks for the last episode. No, so, uh, but he's very eccentric, and so he would get us gifts, and they would be like really strange and interesting. Like one time, he gave me a like no Patrick Harris, like a a paperweight from a casino that he found. Like he found this, and then he got a bunch of other stuff from that casino. And I'm like, I don't like gambling i'm seven <laughs> what are you doing like but do you like gambling now i do love gambling. a future seer <laughs> but um, someone's ahead of their time yeah, uncle he, he saw me and he was like dan's gonna play craps when he's older mm-hmm. dan's gonna dan's he's gonna, gonna have he's a, gonna need a little see-through visor <laughs> dan's gonna have a habit but um he this one year he he like gave me uh it's like a big rap thing i'm so excited i opened it up and it's a bike pump and it was like i got your bike i did not have a bike but you could pump it up when you got one. <laughs> that was, that's exactly the jam. That's exactly what he said. He said, "Well, when you like, he got me a gift for a like hypothetical object I would have in the future." He said, "He said this is to keep you hopeful, and hope keeps us alive." Yes, that is. It was hopeful. You know what? That was kind of. He nice. He's gonna work harder towards wanting that bike, and that's gonna manifest that bike. <laughs> and that's being a good uncle. I never, never got a bike till I went to LA. <laughs> and that's right. But you got one, didn't you? And that's foresight. That's, Damn, he was so smart. I know. See, I am. I am so kind. People don't even. You're know. too kind. I'll twist it around for him. You're too kind. Um, um, one time, my dad for my birthday um, got me a weed eater, and said, "I need <gasps> you to weed eat more." That's awesome. And, and it was the only gift that he gave me. Did you? Uh, did you like weeding at all? No, I hated weeding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he yeah. thought it was so funny. He, he, he I mean, he, he, he got me an actual gift. Or right. I mean, no, maybe he didn't really give me a gift. We weren't. I didn't get a lot of gifts. Like once I got to a certain age, because I didn't want gifts sure. kind of thing. But like, they got me like I'm sure they gave me something, whatever. But it was really funny because I was like, I fucking hated weeding. Yeah. But I did it a lot because I had to, obviously. And um, I was very good at it. And, okay. Um, hey, I was I was very good at it compared to you know I mean I didn't see anyone else ever do it so I just knew I was the one right in your home in the confines uh-huh. of your home where very it was, good at that it was you your family like a barn cat and yeah. three steer and you I were did the a best. great job of the wheat eating yeah so I ate them up girl oh yeah and then so um he just he took me on the, he, he we got in the truck we drove all the way to Walmart could you believe oh yeah what was I gonna get yeah. We went through there, and he was like, all right, I'm going to get you a birthday gift. I was like, I'm going to get – who can believe what I'm going to get from Walmart? And then he got me a weed eater, and he thought it was so funny. Very he laughed fun. himself all the way home. And I was like – I wasn't mad, but I remember being like, what the – like, what the fuck? Like, this yeah. is crazy. We could – could we just get, went and got the weed eater? We had to make the whole thing? Did you use the weed eater? Yeah, ever? of course. Oh, of course. I mean, we, we didn't get it for a joke. Oh, yeah. It was just a joke. But yeah, that was. I mean, it's really funny now. But at the time, I was like, "What the fuck?" Me and uh, me. This is this will give you a, a a peek into how me and my dad are the same kind of psychopath. Mm-hmm. One Christmas, I go over his house and he's like beaming, and he we I would go to my mom's house for Christmas, then my dad's house for Christmas, and uh, mm-hmm. he gave me two gifts. It was a like pound of protein and a pull-up bar, and to anyone else. They would be like, "What the fuck? Like, why don't?" But look at but this. Me and my dad were both like, "This is awesome! This is Christmas! Like, it, it was the best. That's it was sweet. exactly what I wanted." Yeah. My dad one year, um, my dad and my mom one year, I wanted like I wanted a Harry Potter one because that was a weech baby. Oh yeah. And as we all know, and I wanted, oh, but I wanted a bunch of them. Oh yeah. And of course, like my dad's like, oh. they were like, "No broom, no broom yeah. yet. Okay, oh, we'll get you the one. No broom." <laughs> Um, staffs and all kinds of things. You're riding the weed eater around. <laughs> <laughs> me, I'm hocus pocus. I have, mm-hmm. a, I have a cloak on. Um, but they made me because I I didn't want to buy any of the ones that people other people had. I wanted like my own special ones. Yeah. Um, and I had like drew them all out like a psychopath. And they made me every one of those drawings. Like my dad went out and got different woods and like carved them out, and my mom like painted them. Oh, that's and, like, great. Set things. And I had all when I woke up at all of them, and it was like so cool. Oh yeah. To me, so my parents were always really good at giving gifts too. Like even if they were like, or they were like, I don't know, it wasn't always like a, it wasn't like always like a thing, like an Xbox or whatever. Which I mean, I got those things when I wanted them, I guess. But yeah, I mean, they were 
really great about that. But then also my dad was like very clear that like because I weedy because you work is how you get things. Right. Which is great. Great lesson. Not a learn. bad thing. Yeah. Not a bad thing for Super kids. Super cool. Yep. You so, got to work for everything, including love. This holiday, be thoughtful. Be thoughtful. And uh, even after the holiday, think. Yeah. And uh, sometimes. Yeah. You don't always have to What was your thoughtful. topic? Thrift stores. Mm. As a person who's incredibly fashionable, as yourself, I was very interested because I feel as though fashionable people in my life are very divided on thrift stores. Many of them obviously like them, but they're very specific about which ones are good, which ones are bad. And then some of them are wholesale like... That's trash. That's garbage. I don't like thrifting. So I was interested in your opinion on that. I mean, I think, I think thrifting is great. I think that because the thing about like stuff like thrifting or or anything really, even if you buy something in a store, it doesn't really matter what I like. It's about like, like like when I think if you're saying other people are fashionable or not, that's very specific based on the person. Right. Like I think that some, like like you wear really cool things because it's you. Would that make sense? But it doesn't mean that I'd be like someone else should do that. That's very nice. It's very specific. And I will agree with you on both points. You I know? like the way I dress and no one else should do it. Like that, that that's what I'm thinking. Yeah. It's just like but it works on certain people. Like you know how you can see some girls and they're like they're they're like the walking dead girl. They are just gothic as could be, evil, oh, yeah. dead down, and you're like, they look great. Good friend with And one then of those you people. see someone else and you're like, Whoo, that's not that should not be for you. Right. But that's not for me to decide. I'm just saying like I think that's how you tell if someone's fashionable or not. Do they look the most comfortable as themselves? And I think people that go into a thrift store, when you go in there, some people are like, This is all shit, and some people are like Oh, this is a gold mine. You know, my first thought when you say that goes to like, well, then wouldn't everyone be wearing sweatpants? But then immediately I thought like, well, I don't feel comfortable in sweatpants. So obviously not everyone's going to end up in sweatpants if you're like, whatever. Are you trying to call me out because I'm wearing sweatpants? No, you're in your home. So are you. Yeah. <laughs> this is my home. I drove an hour to be here. I'm just saying like, I felt like that felt like very personal. No, there's nothing personal about that. There's nothing wrong with sweatpants. I don't see you wearing sweatpants out and about that often. I'll do whatever I want. Of course you will. But I'm saying I don't. What that I'm, does not bother me. You don't. I, you don't see me out and about because I will be in some sweatpants. What I'm saying. What I'm saying is like my when I when people hear comfort, what they first think of is like Come. physical comfort. Oh, okay. Yeah, what they first think about <laughs> is comfort. What they first think about is physical comfort. But it's actually like a psychological comfort. Like that's really what you're going for when you pick your style, right? Oh yeah, I think most people yeah. are. But I mean, also, I'm one of those people. Like I think it's so cool to just look. Just be in your little sweatpants, run around your life, and then hit them with what you look like. That's cool. I then do like the, that. Because then you feel that feels real. That's what I like to do. I like to just be like, "This is what I look like," and then and then hit them with it. I I you know what's so you know funny? when you hit them with it. You when you hit them, I'll <laughs> tell you. I'll give you a hit them with a story pretty oh, recently. It doesn't sound as good when I say hit them with it as when you'd say it. But um, I saw I was just outside of an open mic and they were playing an old ACDC music video. And I saw the lead singer of ACDC in a tank top underneath a sleeveless denim vest. And I was like, that is the coolest shit I've ever seen. And my friend sitting there was like, what are you talking? Like, that's the- That sounds cool to me. I, looked, I, for two weeks, went from thrift store to thrift store looking for like a denim vest. I already had the tank top, obviously. Oh, finally, finally found it like a couple of days ago. And I put it on, I looked myself in the mirror, and I think a lot of people have this experience when they try something new fashion-wise, they look at themselves in the mirror, and they're like, I don't have the courage. I can't do this. This is too much for me. But I fucking, I pushed through. I went to my friend's party in a fucking denim vest, in a sleep, and you know what? More compliments than I've ever gotten in my whole life. Yeah. People were like, that looks sick. That's probably super cool for you. Felt really nice. Yeah, that should. Felt really I, nice. I, I think that when people are always like... Oh, I can't do that, or I can't wear that, or I can't wear this lipstick. It's like the only difference in you and that person that you see doing it that you liked is that they did it. Yeah, that's the only difference. I got over that. I will. I go out looking like a chicken, looking like oh, a yeah. wig. Look, I'll just go out however I feel like. There's nothing wrong with that. And I'm just like, we're gonna have to get over it. Well, I just like. I also think it's okay. It's funny that I learned this when I was fucking older. I wish I learned it when I was younger. But it's like. It's okay to fucking look like an asshole sometimes. Like when I, I I'll go out sometimes in like a shirt that's a little bit too much of a risk, and I'm like, but you know what's crazy is how it would be a risky shirt for you. There, okay, so and I, this is actually a bad example because I actually do like this shirt and I'll wear it okay. sometimes. Love bad examples. This, so this is something be, before like maybe I probably the pandemic. 
I uh, took no account into fashion at all. I was very much like I wanted to be Steve Jobs, which a lot of straight guys want to be Steve Jobs, and that uh, they want to like die super early. No, they want like uh, a uniform to wear. Like they want to just be a uniform like person. Yeah, like Doug, they want to be Doug. It's a it's a generation of Dougs, and that's fine for the people that are like that. I thought I was like that. It turned out I was, and I actually like wearing stuff that I like to wear. I had never had an eye for fashion before the pen, but I was like, yeah, well, you know. But now, an eye for fashion. I th- I feel like I do for myself. So there's this shirt that was a uh, like a shirt for a sleeping outfit, like you know those like button up sleeping shirts that you would wear with like, like one of those nightcaps. Yeah, I yeah. Those. and uh, and I I wore it out, and like the first thing is one of my friends was like, "What the fuck are you wearing?" And I was immediately like. shut up like i look cool but in the back of my head i'm like panicking i'm like fuck i have to go out in this but then after i went out like i actually liked it and people were like saying it was nice and stuff but that initial it felt so juvenile for someone to be like oh that looks like shit and to be like no like uh but you're like sweating you start sweating nobody wants to be out and and then have someone tell them that they don't like them what a shitty thing to do first of all you know if someone's (laughs) out in public they've obviously thought to themselves that that they look nice enough to be in public i think it's so why would you go up and be like hey ugly magoo it's fun it's fun to do with your friends to call them ugly sometimes but you know what's what's so funny we need to we need to stop right there no it's good what's funny is to be out in public in like a very risky like whatever like i feel like wearing a night shirt out in public it's kind of risky but then to also have no confidence because your friend just made fun of you so you're just like in the corner but in like the dopest shirt ever just like oh fuck that's where i was dopest shirt ever it is cool i like the shirt i mean i bet i wear one of those so i agree this all i wear the whole pajama set because i'm asleep out there i also uh a lot of people think that my friendships are unhealthy because of how mean we are to each other. So I do understand that, but it will never change. I'm too conditioned. Oh, me and Killian are the meanest in the world to each other. We'll often kick well, each fine. other. That's fine. I'm not saying you have a personal relationship. I'm not talking really about your friends. I'm just being like right. in general. If you're out in public and you make a comment to someone like that, oh, it's of like, course. Hello. Clearly, that person thought they looked good. Even oh, if it's your friend. Like if, I mean, yeah. like, your personal relationships. Like if that's how you guys interact, cool. I'm saying more like if that's not how you – it goes back to the tell how it is, people. Right. If that's not how you and your friend interact normally, that's a wild thing to do. At, so as a person, like you seem to be very considerate of like what you wear. You seem to have an eye for it. Were you always like that or was there a moment where you're like that's kind of the age where I started I don't to- even really feel like I'm like that to be honest with Interesting. you. Interesting. I just feel like I've always thought of clothes as costumes. Because remember, I was, I was, I was many things. Yeah. So ever when I wake, even to this day, I think like, if I was in this movie, what would I look like? Right. If I, if I was doing this today in a movie, what would I look like? It's like, I think very much in like fantasies, I guess, in that sense. And so a lot of times I just buy things because they remind me of like Jennifer's body, the movie. So I'm like, that's how can I right. do that? It just reminds me of a certain feeling. And I'm like, Ooh, this reminds me of something someone that was in this movie would wear. So that's more like how I actually pick out clothes. I don't think I had the courage to wear the shirts I do until I saw uh Brad Pitt in Once Upon a Time in America, or is that mm-hmm. the name of the movie, the Quentin Tarantino movie, where he wears all the like floral pattern shirts? I, was I don't like, know that's the name of it, but yeah, I, it, I was like, that's fucking cool, and I started wearing that it. That is cool. Yeah, I like that it took a Hawaiian shirt to be like, that is cool. Yeah, I, I want to start. I can be the coolest dad on the street, too. Maybe I shouldn't wear. I look at pictures. Oh my god, it's so embarrassing. I look at pictures of myself when I was trying to dress like a goody goody boy at open mics. So I was like. Completely clean cut, like short hair, little like J. Crew like button up, like jeans or fucking literally like slacks to why open mic. Why were you a youth pastor at that? I mic? don't know. I don't know. You go through these phases of like, I like in comedy. I had the same thing where I was like, oh, maybe I'm Mulaney. Maybe I like dress up every time I do comedy or whatever. Like maybe I have to look nice every time I do stand up. Which I I do like wearing. I will say this: you don't have like a. This is gonna sound weird, but you no, don't have like ahead. a nice voice. Was that? You don't have like a nice voice. I don't. You know what I mean? Like, I have no idea what kind of voice I have. You know what I mean? Like it doesn't like. And what I mean by that is like you have a nice voice, but I'm saying like you know how no, like, I don't that mean. kind of boy you're describing is like right. I have like a very like it's I even I can't do I don't have one either, but it's a very like marshmallowy kind of tone. It's Somebody... a very in the middle mushy mama's boy tone, and you don't really have that. You have a very like that's nice. You have a very like I'm a respectable man from the south. You know, it's like that kind of. <laughs> 
It's that kind of man. It's a very different, like, he's a man, but he's nice. There was a guy named Sean Calhoun who used to go to open mics in Western Mass. He was the funniest guy. He had, like, a great sort of, like, very proper voice, and he wore a buttoned up every time he did stand-up. Maybe that's where I got it from is, like, seeing him do it. But people have told me I, look, I sound like Dak Shepard sometimes, and I'm like, I don't know what I sound like no, at all. No, you don't sound like that. You have the vibe of that shit. That's nice. That's of. nice to say. You know what I mean? Like, um, I think that's what they mean. I'm very into people's vibes. You're you're kind of a vibe person. But that I think that you are right about um, what you were saying about your own personal style and like how you have to like kind of just adapt it on your own and pick it. Yeah. I think that that's kind of your version of what I described is like, oh, I think about what, what movie I would be in. It's like that's very much the same thing where it feels like, or I'm assuming... It feels like you're going through. Don't being you like, ever make assumptions about me, don't okay? Me. Don't you ever gaslight me like this. <laughs> I feel I'm being victimized. Um, I feel like you're cry bullying. <laughs> I love that one. Cry love bombing. <laughs> Battleship sinking. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think that it feels like what you're doing just in your own way. You're being like you're being like I saw this. I'm gonna try it. I saw this. So I'm gonna try it. Yeah. I never did that. At, I always. I always felt like I looked like too weird at mics like i would always kind of want to go and like frumpier clothes because i felt like yeah. if not it would be too like out there wacky no i'm i'm with you and, and i do feel that way it is like a pressured situation with like well you don't want to stand out too much because you want people to just listen to material because you're literally just there to work on stuff you're not even there to really perform you're just there to be like does this joke work? Do you know what I mean? It's not yeah. as much like a like here's the show. It's like oh well, but uh, yeah, I I think it is like one of those things of people don't care as much as you do about like what you're wearing. You know what I mean? It's like people aren't really considering it because I've worn some pretty outlandish shit to open mics. You know what's so crazy? I not to not to hark too much about this, but it's like I'm 27. And I literally did not consider that, like, I should be wearing stuff that I like until I was tw- – the levels of, like, repression that fucking led to that is astonishing. And it's literally just cowardice, which is so funny because it's like – I would say probably the reason why I didn't wear shit that I liked up to, until 27 is because, like, whatever, like, other guys would be like, why are you wearing that? Like, I remember when I was a kid, I wore – in high school – I wore a shirt with a cat on it, and literally, every, like, it was like a f- cool, fun, weird shirt with a cat on it. Every, literally, it was like pussy, 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 pussy. Yeah, like, cows are pussies. Yeah, and they are. But uh, so, like, I think that that shit stuck in my head until I was twenty-seven. But it's so funny because it's like you said you were twenty-seven so many times now. Well, because that's how many years it took. I thought you were twenty-eight because you were born in ninety-four. No, 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 twenty-eight soon. But uh, but I was I was literally thinking about it. I was like, it's so it's so the opposite of like whatever you think masculinity is like, it's like confidence and boldness and shit like that. And it's like, but I don't want to wear anything weird, but I don't want people to make fun of me. Yeah. It's just such a weird. I'm the alpha, but I need to blend in. Yeah, exactly. It's such a deranged way of thinking. But then to be fair, I will say like, you do take on a lot more responsibility when you're, when you look deranged, all of a sudden you're, you have to be when so you many things deranged. in the room. You have to be, or to other people, right. you have to be so many things in the room. You have to be entertainment. You have to be talk to, you have to be like, ask questions. Like you're taking on a lot of personal responsibility, walking in, not looking, not blending in. Yeah. Well, I guess and not I, everybody can make that commitment. It's kind of like not what right I now. was, what I was saying before about like, you're in a cool shirt, but you're not confident and it seems weird to people. Yeah. I kind of do get that. You weren't ready. You couldn't make the commitment. But there's a middle ground. There's like wearing what you want to wear and not not like letting other people tell it, but it also it's like maybe wearing that fun shirt will make you feel a little more cut. dress for the job you want. I can't fit into a body bag. <laughs> well, um, so vintage shorts are cool. So I was I was gonna ask you, and you, you, maybe you don't have an answer for this, but wh- have you had a cool thing that you found in a vintage store where you were like, oh yeah, I have um. Uh, like a lime green or like an acid green yellow trench coat. I have um, a fringe jacket. I have that's like suede. I have um, uh, what do I have? All, I have like uh, Alexander McQueen scarves. I have all kinds of cool stuff. You know what I love about thrift stores is they follow the exact opposite logic of store stores. Where for a for a store store, you're like, I want to go to the cool like to a cool trendy place to go to a cool trendy store for the most part or like you go to a place where you want the kind of clothes that you're trying to get like if i want gas stations yeah yeah exactly if you want a gas station but for thrift stores it's the exact opposite 
because it's all about like who's taking the clothes early. So I, you know where I go? It's modern war. I go to fucking Glendale to get like clothes because in in LA and in Hollywood and shit, people are taking all the cool stuff immediately. But if you go up to Glendale, it's like the guys are looking for tap out shirts. Well, don't give the secrets away. Well, they listen. Hey. Fun fact, go to Glendale. There's so much cool vintage like hockey gear and stuff that people just don't wear up there. And you and you said hockey gear, I'm here to claim it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. mean, I like that you're I like that you're driving for your thrifting. You're a real avid thrifter now, huh? I like it. Yeah, it's nice. It's especially when I'm looking for something specific, like I'm like, Oh, I need another shirt. That's a fun little journey. I'm like, What what little shirt am I gonna add to the rotation? Well I love a little shirt. What little shirt? Not a nice little shirt. Yeah, what any bitty shirt am I gonna add to this little rotation? Yeah, I I mean I I I do a lot of online thrifting, cause like Depop and stuff. I have no idea what that is. What are you talking it's about? It's like looking at clothes online and then buying them. No, but what's Depop? Oh, it's a website. Where where do the? It's like online thrifting. thrifting. Oh, okay. Yep. I thought that was self-explanatory. No, when I said it. So, I'll, but I'll back it up. I'm so sorry. Um, wait. I well, here's the thing though. I'll often tell us the thing. Go to a thrift store. And I'll come back, and then I realize, like, as as I'm, it's in back. Oh, like, uh, moths chewed through half this shirt. I can't imagine how crazy that is online. No, because you get to see all the pictures, and then if it sucks, you can send it back. Fair enough. Because they got there's rules and regulations. Fair enough. But um, I mean, also it's really fun to go to thrift stores. Like, I like the experience yeah. of going to them. I also find it very um, shocking at how many thrift stores the employees are kind of like very like like snooty at. Oh, yeah. Thrift store employees have very snooty employees. As if they're working in a museum. You want to know why? Because those motherfuckers get first pick all that shit, and it gives them a stick up their ass. I mean, they are, they're coming in there. As, they're just like, these plastic sunglasses are fourteen ninety nine, And I'm like, okay. Yeah, great. I'm just like, what, what if, why, why are you sitting on your tippy toes when you talk to me? I'm so confused. It's such a weird, I mean, not all of them, like, obviously, but, I mean, there's so many that I've been into where it's like, or you're like, I have a question. Yeah. And it's like, like, what the fuck? Did you not want to ask it? Right. I mean, Andrew, I'd be, listen, retail's stupid, but like you're, you, you, there's not even a rhyme or you're, reason to this thrift store. The clothes are in piles. You are professionally running a yard sale right now. How about you fucking calm down? Yeah. Like, it's not like I'm going, I mean, like, what do you think is going to happen? You're Madonna. I'm going to walk in like, are those Balenciagas? Hey, your job should be outside. How's that? Your job should, this be, should be in a wagon. This should be in a, this should be in a front lawn somewhere. This should be on the inside of your trench coat. <laughs> <laughs> okay <laughs> this store should be the inside of a trench you coat you need to be flashing by when i come by with this that's so funny yeah you should you know be, what i mean you should be accosting me in an alleyway with the with these sunglasses yeah. all your sales should start with Psst, come here hey hey yo check these out yeah that should be it it's so funny oh yeah thrift store i always find it so funny though because i'm just like it smells like mothballs in here. Don't be yeah. mean to me. I, I'll also say, if it wasn't for thrift stores, I don't think I would have made the jump in clothing because if, like, fucking new clothes are so expensive. They are. They're so fucking expensive. And they're usually not that cool. You used to, like, you have to have so much money to have the cool ones. Yeah. So, like, most of the time, thrifted clothes that I have look better than the new clothes I have because they just don't look so, like, crispy yeah yeah for me i agree i mean i because i don't i don't like the very crispy look no i, I'm I a don't very either. grungy little weird the only look. place i'll buy new clothes and you're gonna make fun of me for this probably rei oh like the camping store the camping store well yeah but that makes sense with your lifestyle oh my god their shirts last you can oh my shoot. god their shirt oh my god you're being guys they're shirt you're being, you're being homophobic incredible okay. you're you're, you're gaslighting you're cry I'm, I'm victim blaming you're victim blaming what in the world no their shirts last you can shoot their, their shirts with a with a shotgun and they'll they'll be fine it's like so, don't actually do that but they're so well made they're, they're like Kevlar. so high quality but they're not overpriced to the level where it's like if you buy a hundred dollar shirt there it is a hundred dollar shirt you are buying a hundred dollar like that is a hundred dollars worth of shirt hey everybody thanks for tuning into <laughs> basket of cats it's been really no but uh that's the only place where i'll buy new shit and then the rest of it like why why bother why not have a little surprise it's cool to have a store like that too to have your own special place yeah a little special um, place it is it oh is. my god they love me there it's nice to at rei like, i like come in family. oh man i am family over there they fucking treat me so good unlimited breadsticks oh yeah they think i work there and you do. Yeah, they come up to me. They give me. They're like, "Hey, well, welcome he's like, back." He, he's always living that rock wall. I've never been to this. Kid. I've never been to this location. They're like, "Welcome back." 
Yeah. Do, 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 do. do you have a store like that? No. Um, I don't. I'm a. I. I like to just. I like to think of what I need and then find it and get it and go and leave. Yeah, I don't have like a, a place, a special place. Um, have have your? I don't know how into like buying clothes. Have you ever like? Have you ever gone all the way to like Beverly Hills to go to one of those specialty kind of like stores? For me? Yeah. No. What do you What do you think I am? Paris I don't know. Hilton? I don't know. I mean, yes, I do. <laughs> <laughs> Undercover boss. Yeah. Uh, but like, no, of course not. Well, I. What do you, you, what do you think? I, what do you think I grew? Yeah, but I don't love being an idiot. <laughs> what would I need to Let be specially you, tailored? I'm happy that that is the case. I don't like Beverly. How Hills. insane! Beverly oh, Hills he doesn't my, like it. My least favorite place in the whole city. Absolutely. Well, Beverly Hills technically isn't yeah, part of ew, LA. It's gross. its own little dumbass city. Yeah, it, we hate it. Yeah, we hate it. Drag her. Anti. Snatch her balls. I oh, we'll do an episode about how I don't like Beverly Hills. Not the people that live there. I'm sure some of the people that live there are great people, but the place Yeah, it's itself. the place that makes it bad. <laughs> hey, I'm sure good. everyone there's great guys. But and, I hate it so much. Hey, Benton, good point. Good point. Very good Don't point. Don't try to cover up your own. Don't throw rocks and then hide your hands. Well, I'm sure. Here's the thing is you only pay attention to the bad people of any area, like unless you take concerted effort to not. Not me. I wake up and I say, bonjour, Who? bonjour. Where are the beautiful people? <laughs> yeah, I, I want to see say, them. Little village. Little village. Little Look people. At, you open your you Waking open. up to sit. First of all, whoa. <laughs> pipes, bonjour. huh? Oh, my God. Um, How do you think I get my clothes on every day? I sing to small birds. <laughs> They come in, dress me up. I can't put these socks on. I get pigeons, fucking pigeons, put my clothes on. They just on. shit on you. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. Well, this was fun. Oh, we were done. Do you want? I, to... I love how you end the podcast. Well, do you want to keep going? And we were. Um, I don't. Remember. I gotta piss. No, no, we can end it because it has been uh, the contractual hour. I'll be honest. I gotta piss so bad. Okay. Well, we'll we keep start talking the off same mic. way we end. Yeah. Okay, bye. Thank you guys. Subscribe. Do all Subscribe. those things you know by this point. You know. Please just do it. Okay, stop stop being, you know, not a not doer. I got to pee. Okay, bye. <laughs>